Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I could talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid, just walk with your Hi, welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Tonight is October 22nd, 2013. Wow, the year is just flying by. I guess everybody's getting ready for Halloween, if you celebrate that holiday, which I don't really do that, but I want to welcome everybody out there in the chat room. I can see ETP is there. Hey there, powerful. Hi there, Powerful 68, and an anonymous guest called 2511. So I switched the topic last minute because I spent the morning with Yaro and Hector, Carla Brada's parents, and uh, a reporter who will remain nameless at this point. And uh, just for you to know that there's some really great things happening. Hi there. Hi uh, back there to you in the chat room. There's some really great things happening, and we will see over the next, I have no idea whether it's going to be three months or four months or longer uh, for this story to be told in uh, in a bigger way, as well as finishing my film and hoping to release it, and uh, I really do, by the spring of 2014. Hi, ETP. Hi, Powerful68. Nice to see you. So I titled this, Women Murdered by Men Court Ordered to Alcoholics Anonymous, because I just spent three hours with the parents of Carla Brada. And we're watching this case move very slowly. She was murdered in September of 2011. It's already past September of 2013. So that's how much goes for it. It's called a fair and speedy trial in our uh, in our laws. And yet we see here a sluggish and a slugger and slower trial going on. So I want to talk about accountability. I want to talk about a lot of things. I'm going to do a half-hour show because I don't have anybody on with me. I've been really busy making the film, and I appreciate all your help. I'm going to do a sort of a call to action for people who want to do any kind of activism in their city. I think that if we do something, anything, the letter that I see Sally J is out there. Hi, Sally. Uh, we I, I made a brochure that it says, attention DUI, did you know you cannot be forced to attend AA meetings? They are considered highly religious. 
First Amendment rights, the separation of church and state. Uh, this I will send to anybody who wants some, maybe start off with 10 or 20, and think about going to see a probation officer, have it in your purse to hand out, go and hand it out to some DUI people that are, are heading on into the courthouse. I just want to uh, caution you that don't hand it out inside the courthouse. Sometimes there are postings about handing out literature inside, but you could certainly do it outside. So what we're going to do next is, and I'm going to reach out to some of you, Sally J., you're one of them, is we're going to create another pamphlet. We're just going to replicate what AA did, and we're going to make another pamphlet. That So this, this pamphlet was really designed for someone who gets a DUI, but you could really hand it to anybody because it's very informative. Inside it says, Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous may not be safe for women and teens. AA is not a government agency. AA and NA is a layperson self-support group run by regular citizens. No trained leaders, no security of any kind. The courts are sending sex offenders and violent criminals there as part of their plea bargains. Women are getting murdered and raped by these men. Financial scamming is rampant in richer financial entertainment communities such as Hollywood. I'm sure this happens somewhere else too. We, we changed this, so this is the older version I'm reading. Vulnerable senior citizens should especially beware. Wealthy seniors are targeted as well. Uh, then it says in the center, free alternatives to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, non-12-step. We have Smart Recovery, SOS, Secular Organizations for Sobriety, Moderation.org, Women for Sobriety, Life Ring, Ham's Harm Reduction, and the Sinclair Method, the use of naltrexone. So I have some great news. I'm going to be heading out to New York in a couple of weeks, and I am going to be interviewing Stanton Peel, Stephen Slate, and Kenneth Anderson from Ham's Harm Reduction. So they are going to be in my film. I'm very happy about that. Now the next uh, panel over here says at the top, empowered, not powerless, Woo-hoo. justice, know your rights. Would you get surgery done using a 1935 practice and equipment? AA was created in 1935 and has never updated its program. For more information, call, and we have a 424 number, 543-4310. at the Google number. That's, again, 424-543-4110. If anybody's got a DUI or a problem and they would actually like to leave a phone message, um, please do that. On the back, it says, what are your rights? Can your government send you to a religious organization for a drunk driving ticket? No. Is AA or NA a government agency? No. Is AA run by a trained leader? No. Are there any safety policies in place at any 12-step meeting? No. Court cases regarding Alcoholics Anonymous coercion. In the Ninth Circuit Court, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals, including 25 states in all, Alcoholics Anonymous has been deemed highly religious, and therefore a judge may not order you to these layperson support groups that are also non-professional and unregulated meetings. You may request a non-religious science-based option. Other facts about AA meetings, courts are ordering violent offenders and sex offenders to these same meetings that are unregulated, unsafe, and anonymous. On the back it says, Justice, Empowered, Not Powerless, and you choose. There's an email, info at mysaferecovery.com. A better email if you're listening to reach me. If you need any help of any kind, is at makeaasafer at gmail.com. That's makeaasafer at gmail.com. If you or anyone else has been harmed, 
and there are lawyers now that are ready to help. If you've been sexually assaulted or you've been assaulted or you've had a child commit suicide behind uh, somebody's guidance in AA to get off their medication and that child committed suicide or your husband committed suicide, we now have a civil rights attorney in Los Angeles who is willing to help. So you can reach me at that, makeaasafer at gmail.com. The gig is up, really. It's going to take a while because AA people have been infested in all parts of our society and our government and medicine. They became therapists and nurses and judges and lawyers and cooks and bakers and basket makers and whatever the fuck else they became. But you know what? It's not 1935 anymore, and we have the Internet. And we have a whole group of people that have been harmed, hurt, and upset in many ways. And, you know, the film is going to get made, and there's going to be a national show that's going to talk about it. But if anybody here wants to address it, this is the thing, Sally, that I'm going to contact you about, which is to make one more pamphlet. Well, there really needs to be two. One is for teens and college students. And the next one is, needs to be a postcard where we should do a mass mailing, uh, which I can do from here. We'll get somebody to help me. That will go to doctors, internal medicine. This is just what Bill did. He sent out 250,000 cards back then to doctors. And, you know, we can, we can do that too. Now, I want to read what the guys have been talking here. Hi, everybody saying hi back. And then they see, um, heck no, powerful said heck no. I don't know what you said heck no to. Um, Sally J. wrote, can, oh, wait a second, where is it? Can referring practitioners safely dismiss this as mere sensationalism without a second thought on which AA group they direct patients to for extended care? Can referring practitioners safely dismiss this as mere no, they can't. Uh, the more, the more that I think we see, well, you know, eventually, Sally, people have to sue the practitioner that sent them. We've seen some of these cases. Uh, people have to sue people for referring them. If you got referred and you got raped or assaulted, or your family member got murdered, you have a case. And there's a lawyer down in San Diego who's handling that case. It's on Orange Papers and my site right now, who I believe you should call. And then Sally J. said, change, can referring practitioners safely with confidence and clients to AA for extended care, this without knowing who they are sending them to. Um, So somebody wrote, yep, Um, no, they can't. So they're doing it, but that's why we're going to create the, the next pamphlet. So this pamphlet is directed towards lawyers, judges, but mostly to educate the victim, the the person getting the ticket. So we want to stop them sending people, you know, if you get a DUI ticket for, for a traffic ticket, that's what, it's, that's what it is, it's a traffic ticket to a religious organization. So, like, just stop it, you know, do community service. There's all kinds of great community service people could be doing that'd be better than sitting in a fucking AA meeting. And everybody here who's listening knows that, and I know that, and millions and millions of people who have been harmed, who've been sloshed through the system, 1.4 million almost every year, and you know that's just a figure that I have of DUIs. Then add all the people who were in rehab or in treatment, and they think they're supposed to go there too. Now, if you want to go there and you still like AA, fine, then, then do it. But we're talking about those of us that don't like it anymore, and we have a lot of reasons why we don't. And 
Uh, let me see what else we have here. Sally J said, my counselor has said that her conception of AA has completely changed since she met me. She will be going to meetings again to check it out. Incognito. Ooh, good work. Good work, Sally. And then ETP said, I have met two therapists in the past three years who totally get what I'm saying um, about the AA cult. Um, Powerful 68 said, what a waste of time to sit there and listen to the wine. Oh, yeah, they should have some real wine and cheese, and maybe they would be more interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I jokingly was saying to Yaro and Hector and this journalist, yeah, okay, then, you know, send people have a choice of any kind of self-improvement. You know, take a knitting class, take a speech class, take a cooking class, um, join the gym and, you know, go on a new uh, nutritional thing, go to yoga, uh, take a meditation class. Th- that would be more beneficial than sitting in a meeting. Um, so anybody who is willing to e- even go to one big AA meeting and make an announcement with the Carla Brada flyer and say uh, women are being uh, raped and murdered because they're court-ordering violent offenders and sex offenders, or if you don't want to do that, uh, I, I also always suggest bring somebody with you. Don't do it alone because they can be pretty nasty. Have your phones ready, and if um, somebody starts to give you crap, say, hold on a second, uh, let me turn my phone off because I want to film you saying this, and I'm going to put it up on YouTube. The other thing that if anybody does this and somebody tells you you can't do it, if you were to, to bring the safety literature or anything, they, you can just say, no, 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 you can't tell me how to act. I don't know why I didn't think of this when I was still in AA, but they, that's how they use it. They say, oh, I'm, we can't tell our members how to act. Oh, really? So you can throw the drunk out, but you, you can't throw the pedophile out or the sexual predator. He gets to stay, but someone who comes to a meeting drunk gets thrown out of the meeting. So it's like, uh, you know, the blogger Peter says, you know, to use their own, their own words on themselves, meaning that they really, we could go to a meeting and say whatever we wanted and with any kind of literature and say, no, 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 you don't get to tell me how I can act or what I can do here. Because no one's in charge, are they? There are, there are no leaders. There's just trusted servants. So I'm just a trusted servant, so are you. So you don't get to tell me what I can or cannot do. And I'm really, really sorry that that phrase or that thinking I did not have while I was still in AA those last two years working as a GSR. Now, I want to tell you something, that somebody brought something to my attention about if you go to the AA.org site, right, and you put in the word predator, it's really interesting. Somebody just told me that six different things show up. And, you know, there's something here by the right of appeal that uh, on, about concepts three and five, and this gets pretty AA geeky. Marcus F., who was the delegate here of Southern California, uh, he became a delegate after I left AA. But anyway, he wrote here about leadership, how it says, you know, we're leaders, we're not leaders, we're trusted servants. And it, he really was torn with this. And, of course, he was because he watched what I did. He watched what happened in Los Angeles when all we did was want to raise uh, make people safer, have literature, have, and really I didn't give a shit about them approving my literature. I just wanted them to uh, address it, maybe have a conversation at the main meeting, which didn't happen at the Westside District meeting. They voted that down, although Marcus did give us some time at a different, uh, at an area meeting. So when you Google this up, it says, here, here was an ask it basket question at the forum. 
Um, is there anything in print about safety in AA meetings or events? Although there are no written guidelines provided by the General Service Board or by GSO, in 2009 the subject of vulnerable members was discussed by a subcommittee of the General Service Board. Members of the board agreed that in its position at the bottom of AA service structure, the General Service Board would not have a role in setting any behavioral policy or guidelines for the AA groups or members in regards to protecting any vulnerable member, including minors. Are they fucking nuts? Like, I really know how AA works. So they should really get real. And, you know, there is no group that runs AA. Even the most... You know, actually, the old women's group that I belong to, we could have all gone into New York, and we actually could have run AA. That's how together a lot of those women were. They were decent women and decent people. But so here's here's the thing, is that there are these forums that anybody could go to. And I did go to one of these in 2010, I think, as I knew I was leaving. And, you know, it was it was good that I went because I met a Spanish-speaking woman, and she told me how she had been grabbed and grabbed and grabbed. And then finally, uh, she punched the guy in the face. And then they took my literature and they translated it into Spanish. And it's in over 21 meetings. Here's another thing. They talked about home group in this discussion at this forum that took place in Woodland Hills in California in 2011. Um, maintaining a welcoming and safe place, a moderator gave this talk. The workshop turned its attention on several issues in the first beginning with the protection of minors in AA. And to this end, it was suggested that women in AA make it their business to offer guidance to younger female members, warning them about situations and relationships in AA that would not be in their best interest. Well, you know what? That's really, really nice, and it sounds it actually doesn't sound very nice to me because it's a bunch of bullshit that when Callie had that happen, the majority of women in mixed meetings told her what was her part in it. And I met, I met Callie, and she dressed like a lovely professional. She did not dress like she was going out on the town or that she was some hooker or something. She dressed very nice uh, and simply. Uh, you know, then they talk about men, and the women asked her what was her part in it, like, like to look for that. Until she came to my old meeting where there were enough of us who had been 13-step when we were in our 20s that said, this is absolute bullshit. You had no part in it that this guy is a, both a financial and sexual predator because the guys who want to move in with them, that's financially predation as well. Uh, let's see. So just, it, it just go to the AA.org, put in predator, and there you will find um, their wacko shit, what they're doing. Uh, let me see. I've missed so much because I was reading. I know you guys were chatting here. Um, let me go back here. I have, let's see, back to there. Uh, powerless to be taught that you need to live in fear. That's right. The tide seems to be changing. Yes, it has. Uh, powerful Road joined a knitting club and went back to university. Yay! I love it. Yes. Uh, it's awesome when you think about, you know, the other day I had this like moment of, it was a Sunday morning, of remembering what it was like to have to get up early on Sunday and go to those fucking stupid Area 5 meetings in Santa Monica at that high school with these people who had no intention of ever addressing safety. You know, I mean, it's really bad. So I want to just say that where I just read, it said that they... Uh, the upside-down triangle and the groups, you know, 
the groups run AA. No, they don't. So you just can pick up the AA service manual. It's one of the most boring books horribly written on the planet, The Twelve Concepts for World Service by Bill W. himself. I guess it's been updated somewhat. This is an edition from 08 and 09. And there is, I, I think I just, I took it out and I printed it up, if anybody wants to see this. Um, this is a piece that I wrote, Proof that Alcoholics Anonymous in New York was responsible for what is going on in AA worldwide. The following information uh, you know, is, it can be accessed by anyone. If you need it, just contact me again at makeaasafer at gmail.com. Oh, and by the way, there is a woman who just contacted me through Facebook. And everybody needs to know this. You want to post it everywhere you want. Go on to leavingaa.com, and the piece is called A Gathering Place for Predators, Alcoholics and Narcotics Anonymous by Amber uh, Weinacht, a Yahoo contributor. She got this printed on Yahoo uh, as of October 21st yesterday. Please read it. Please respond and support her and post it wherever you want. And I see there's some people talking about it, and I'm sorry, but I have not had time to respond. So this is, it's really, really well written, and it's very, very sane, it's very grounded, and yet really in your face, guys, like this is what's going on. Yes, there's some women doing it, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So let's get back to this proof that Alcoholics Anonymous in New York is responsible for what is going on. Uh, I was a general service rep, and I I noticed the increased sexual predation. And the nail in in the coffin for me, as many of you know, was the Christine and Sandra Cass murder. Claiborne Conley uh, was court-ordered by a judge in Hawaii and a health professional. He had no business being... Uh, sent there, and women and men, I mean, if that's a thing, any of you would be willing to go to one big meeting where you could have the Carla Brada flyer that we worked on last year with I'll Be Free and myself and somebody else, a bunch of us kind of put our two cents in on it, and just say, look, you need to know these facts. If these guys are getting court-ordered, it's not safe. You shouldn't trust you know, anybody here because they're in AA. Uh, AA in New York, 30 of its board members and the Los Angeles Area 5 and the Los Westside District were all warned starting in 2009 by me, Monica Richardson, and a group of AA women about the findings of the dangers we were seeing in AA meetings and its culture. I wrote a nine-page letter to AA and sent it to almost all all of the 30 AA non-paid board members. I mean, I did. I hired someone else, and we sent this letter out all over the country. I asked numerous occasions to discuss this at the local Los Angeles level at my monthly Westside District meeting held on Sundays in Santa Monica, and we were told no. I have interviewed now ex-board members of 30 years for my documentary who said when they got my letter, they voted to do nothing. Again, in in July of 2010, I wrote another letter signed by many AA members this time. So now it wasn't just me, my group. So if the group runs AA... The group was saying, we need to do something about this. We need to create change, and we need to make safety policy. All this shit, we all said it. So now a group says it, but did did they follow through with how their service structure works? No, they did not. Okay? Um, So we send this letter 
signed by many AA members, telling New York headquarters how distressing our findings were becoming. We were constantly shut down. The chairman of the member safety sub- subcommittee in New York had the nerve to say to me, in quotes, that maybe AA teens and sexual predators could get along together because AA was different than other settings, end of quotes. I was horrified by her remark. However, we were given a few places to speak our minds. One of these places was AA PRASA, which is the Pacific Regional Service Assembly in March of 2010 in Los Angeles. Someone was to take minutes. I never saw them. They would be very powerful and very, very good minutes if someone took them. Um, I was there. I was asked to speak to the Spanish contingency at this event, and it was translated. They told me horror stories how old-timers were taking new young women up into the mountains to have sex with them as part of their fifth step. Again, I was horrified that this was happening in California, not Mexico, and no one in a position of power in AA would do anything to warn AA members as well as citizens now being sent by the courts with DUIs. Okay, the next thing. I created the first Make AA Safer workshop in April of 2010 held in Culver City, and as a result, accounts of rape became too exposed to us, which occurred in West Covina. Lance Block was later arrested and then released, and then recently he has been um, rearrested because of accosting women underage in a home goods store. He's still in jail, as far as I know. Paul Cleary, a general service board member, wrote a seven-page letter to the board addressing his concerns. They made him wait a year to read the letter to the board, and then they did nothing. The following information was taken from the tax return of Alcoholics Anonymous and their own literature. This is what it says on their own literature. So this makes them accountable. It says, the General Service Board of Alcoholics Anonymous, Inc. serves as the custodian of AA traditions and funds. It acts for the society in matters of national and international scope. It acts for the society in matters of national and international scope. The General Service Board has custodial oversight over both of these corporations. The General Service Board has ultimate responsibility for seeing that both operate in the best interest of the movement. They provide services to AA groups and coordinate the AA programs of rehabilitating Alcoholics Anonymous. End of quotes right out of the AA service manual policies and procedures. They are fucked. If anybody here has any real gripe and wants to sue, you need to sue. You can contact me at makeaasafer at gmail.com. You've been assaulted, sexually assaulted, know somebody who committed suicide, somebody who was murdered, who they met in an AA meeting, who was court-ordered to Alcoholics Anonymous by a judge, please, there is help for you now. The General Service Board, Inc. is the one with the money. I'll say that again. The General Service Board, Inc. is the one with the money. AA in New York receives over $12 million a year, mostly from the sale of their literature from non-AA members in prisons and in rehabs and treatment centers. You know, guys, this is... I just wanted to, you know, let people know what is going on out there and that they are responsible. They say they are responsible in their own literature. And I decided to just do this short show. I have like two minutes left. I want to, you know, thank everybody out there, powerful 
RCT1, ETP, Sally had to run. Uh, let me see what you guys wrote back there. Um, let's see, RCT, you're saying this is great news. I guess you've never heard it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the part about them not being responsible, which is something that we'd fight on their orange papers all along, and because I had been an AA geek, there was something inside of me. I was like, no, 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 I know, I know it says it somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. And that's where it is. I mean, you could say in the tradition one, our common welfare comes first. Personal recovery depends on AA unity is the second part, but our personal recovery, you know, that you would, I, I thought they would have just jumped on it. And 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 they would have said, oh yeah. I mean, if somebody gets assaulted, I mean. So just remember, if anybody gives you that crap, it's a 501c3. They're, they're all three corporations are corporations. They're nonprofits. Most big meetings have gotten, um, you know, they've gotten their little checkbooks and they have their little uh, savings accounts, and they have to become a, a real nonprofit um, if they're collecting any money. All right, so anyone wants any of this, I, I wrote it up, I typed it up. You can gladly have it and use it in your area. I have the safety for the newcomer uh, that's, that would be good for a meeting. If somebody still walks into a meeting and wants to go and hand this out and warn women and men that there's this kind of court ordering, I want to thank everybody for listening and remember that there's other choices. They are Smart Recovery, Life Ring, Women for Sobriety, SOS, Secular Organizations for Sobriety, um, The Clean Slate, Ham's Harm Reduction. Uh, did I say SOS? Did I say Moderation? Stephen Slate has a great program. Amy Lee Coy is going to bring out something really soon. And, uh, I, I, you know, it's just been a whirlwind, and I just want everybody to know that there is hope. I am going to New York to interview people. I am going to Colorado to interview people. And I'm still interviewing people in Los Angeles. If you are here and you want to contact me, please do. Through You can do it through the website here. This is Monica Richardson. I am your host for Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. You can listen free on iTunes at any time, download. And I will see you all either next week or the week after. It'll be pretty busy we're traveling, not next week, but thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again soon. Have a great day. Again, this is Safe Recovery on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Monica Richardson, and good night.